0: speak freely yeah, speak yeah. honestly of course so you mean don't sugarcoat and tell so you have all the last if there's a thing that you want to just get off your chest but you want to say off the record right, right. feel free to say do I don't do say anything do. off the record nothing's off the record all right <laughs> <laughs> so you ready from hypebeast radio i'm jeff staple and this is the business of hype a show about creative entrepreneurs brand builders innovators and the realities behind the dreams they've built this season on business of hype we'll take you through an incredible range of experiences and stories that open up a portal to the struggles and challenging journeys of some of the most influential and creative minds that are driving the culture. Tune in weekly to hear about 20 years of building the iconic retail experience at Colette, the collaboration process of brand genius Hiroshi Fujiwara, the relentless entrepreneurial spirit of Aaron Levant, creator of ComplexCon and Agenda, the story behind jewelry king Ben Baller, and so many more illuminating tales of perseverance, dedication, and a relentless pursuit of success in the face of rejection, failure, and debt. Here's a quick mashup of some of our favorite moments from season one. Sarah Andelman, Colette. Do you remember the first customer of Colette? I have a terrible memory. I think we were just uh, trying to make everything happen, you know, the last minute things to finalize. What I did recently is I asked if we could print what we sold on the first day. Mm -hmm. We sold some magazines like Self Service, some Fury from Reebok, some G-Shock from Casio. But uh, no, I don't remember. I hope uh, (laughs) uh, we had many customers this first day. upscale vandal you're a big inspiration to me but i wouldn't want to be mentored by you because our commonalities wouldn't allow me to excel in the world that you excel in Mm -hmm. but if i look up to you and i realize how little our commonalities are i can pull away the things that you've done and figure out how to retool those for myself wow you know what i'm saying the reason it hit me 80 percent of my followers don't know what i do for a living and that's a problem. They just want the lifestyle. Yeah. So you you don't even know the commonalities we have. You don't even know that if you really do want the lifestyle. Yeah. Like, do you know how tired I get? Do you know how, like, how unhealthy I am? Do you know how often <laughs> I gotta go to the doctor? Like, is this what you want? There's mad sacrifices. And it's not about dumb being, not being able to be ready to make those sacrifices. is if, if those sacrifices are the right ones for you. Melody Asani. Where you just wanted to pick up out of LA and move to Guangzhou? It was kind of like I was at, at rock bottom. I had a small savings from working since I was like 15, and that savings wasn't going to last me very long. So it seemed like the only choice. Like I have to do this now. Yassin Saidi, Puma Select. Usually, you sell first footwear than apparel. And if you have time, you sell accessories. <laughs> yeah. So I put a plan together and uh-huh. how to bring accessories to life and how to, to create demand mm-hmm. and how to make quick money because there's margin Right. And on accessories. accessories. Can you explain, by the way, just F, what, is, what does it mean when you say there's margin? Oh, so <laughs> you make more money selling a pair of socks. If a socks cost $2 to make. These are random numbers. Okay, but... and you sell it for 22, you literally make 20. Yeah okay and people buy lots of socks they buy six at a time exactly right so versus a shoe that costs 40 and you sell it for 120 Mm -hmm. you know right so yes there's the 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 price per unit in footwear is higher yeah but the percentage margin is much higher exactly so that's margin. okay Hiroshi Fujiwara fragment design I don't even know how much I have to be honest I don't have a Bank checks things. Mm-hmm. My, you know, the other guy keeps it. So I haven't seen the account or how much I have 20 or 30 years. In, in 20 or 30 years, yeah, you I haven't seen how much money you no. have. <laughs> 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 I don't even know what property I have. You don't even know what properties you have. No. But you know you have property. I have a property, maybe a few my house uh-huh. and the kind of things. But I don't know how much or I don't, I don't really know nothing. Do you think it's better that creatives don't touch the money? Mm, it really depends. Some people love making money as a creation too. Mm. Yeah, like in the nineties, I, I think making money is actually trend. Aaron Levant, Complex Con and Agenda. We learned so much in this hype stakes high-paced environment of like fashion and lifestyle just taking those learnings and applying it to anywhere else has become so much more interesting than trying to apply it internally yeah i think it's a very good thesis for like where the world's going you know these guys they took everything they had from respective places they had Mm -hmm. worked and they basically gave up everything to put it all into this company those are guys i want to be involved with you know they're willing to put their own neck out there on the line to make this happen and i'm just adding a little fuel to the flame you know Tune in on Sundays for new episodes of The Business of Hype and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find out more about the show or listen to past episodes at hypebeast.com slash radio. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. I use Overcast. And you can reach out to me on Twitter at Jeff Staple. You've been listening to The Business of Hype on Hypebeast Radio.